These podcasts are about what can look like obscure, perplexing, strange art. In my mind, I'm, I'm partly talking to a nine-year-old me, staring at a vast Jackson Pollock. There I am, I'm, I'm growing up in a world which wants me to be more responsible, polite, rational, and, and stop daubing, splashing, and making a mess. Looking at the Pollock, I felt cheated by, by the whole art world, by everyone, but most of me, if I was honest, knew this was another way to grow up and I wanted in to be, to be a part of it and I, I wanted to understand. But I, I didn't find a way in. The, the way people talked about it didn't make sense to me, although I was still, I was, I was, I was still affected in my heart and, and gut. So uh, here's my way of bridging the worlds. In these, you, you're gonna hear me pause a lot, uh, stumble, fumble for words because I'm, I'm trying to avoid the type of language that puts people off or, or, or explain it. I'm making these podcasts the way I make art as I go along. And I'm gonna show you that way in to making your own art if you want, because that's how you really understand from the inside out. I'm giving you what happened to me, but you can go on your own exploration. It's available to you. You find your own treasure. And you're also gonna hear me giggling uh, quite a bit because, because I realized listening back that I'm feeling apologetic to all the voices in my head I've heard my whole life. And I have to tell you, the beauty um, of these podcasts for me, listening back, is that now I'm feeling a whole lot less apologetic and that's really exciting. Um, there's something for everyone, for all of you who are not nine, and my nine-year-old self wouldn't make it through these, and some of you are, are gonna drop away for, for your own reasons. But for the others, I can tell you there is gold on the riverbed. So for gold, give me gold, your comments. Um, uh, take a look at my website. Let me know how these ideas are working for you. It, it'll all help. As of today, this is the beginning of taking what I do out into the world. So please do spread the word. Here goes. So I walk into this gallery and I get into the part where the paintings are and these tears just start rolling down my face. There is a communication going on between the artist and the viewer. And I'm thinking about that, that that wouldn't have happened to me before I started painting. There is knowing how it's done and knowing what happens to you when you're drawing or painting or whatever you're making for the purpose of showing it to people of or presenting it even just to yourself with that intention of I'm going to make this piece that isn't necessary, that isn't for the, a pure functional reason. There is a creative purpose in this. I, I, I automatically read uh, about what the artist was thinking, what, what their sources were, what their, um, what their intention was with, with these paintings. And um, so I read that before going in to look at the paintings to experience them. I think that I was already moved by the idea that they weren't in sequence. 
and they were about cycles. And um, as um, we're just, I mean, this is March, what is this, March uh, the 15th. You know, it's in, in an English, in a, in a British, in the weather cycles and the seasonal cycles here. This is, a, you know, even though I've lived in the States, um, I still know this period, you know, it's after Christmas. These are the long months. <laughs> And the spring is just trying to get through, and we just had the beast from the east, um, which was just that snap, that real freezing snap, and there might be another one coming, and you're just trying to get through, and it's okay, 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 come on. And things are starting to bud. You know, the leaves are coming out on the trees, and um, so the primroses are out, and there's signs, you know, there's signs, so... But it was also it was also these paintings, and they they had an intentional spiritual element, a contemplative element, and that also has chimed in with uh, the fact that I uh, I don't know about you, but you know when you have this busy mind and you're always thinking and you're always making connections and you're thinking and you're pouring over and blah 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 blah. What I do with that is I sort of overstimulate myself to shut that down. And this winter, um, I started thinking about, I mean, of necessity, that that wasn't working anymore. That that just doesn't rest it, that doesn't block it out. A sense of being stimulation, stimulated through the senses, you know, just everything coming at you through the senses. Coming at me through the senses. Um, and that I just, how do you, I mean, I've been reading, when you sleep, you still, it's still about people or being in the world. How do you just get a rest from the world, from people, from experiencing? So, and I was, I've been trying to go into a meditative, contemplative state. You know, I've got a lot to learn, but... There, it is something is is working with that, so I'm going to keep doing that. But so with these paintings, this is what I'm telling you is that um, there I could see that they were were a help with that, and that having just been on all these buses around London, and I went over here and I went over there, and uh, and not having seen people for quite a long time apart from the people who are closest to me and dealing with illnesses and taking care and and all of that stuff. I've been quite removed from people and I am anyway as an artist and I am anyway as a person. So but, so this was quite overwhelming. So I was very relieved to get into this quieter space and I didn't want this person standing there and they're standing there for a reason because, you, you know, for a practical reason. That's why they're there in this room. They work there and... Ah, but I wanted to just experience this fully, not consume it, you know. Um, I watch films, I love watching films, I love going to the cinema, watching films on the computer, but it's very, it's such a passive. I felt with this space and the way these paintings were, which were so open, it was a lot of white and cream to describe them a lot of white and cream and some color popping through and there was a sort of geometric shape at the bottom and they were consistent because the artist was interested in repetition 
and and I loved the fact that they were apparently um, very very similar but if you got close that's when you saw the detail that's when you saw what was so um, different about them and you could really get in with the textures and the way the paint is and she'd um, described the artist had described, and I, I don't want to say the name of the artist, although artists need to be named and they need, they need credit for it, but I don't want that to distract from what I, what I want to tell you about in this, because I want to get to what, why I was crying in this, um, and why I want you to cry too. <laughs> I, want, I want you to experience that too. Why? Well, I don't want to... I don't think you want to be the only one. It's, it's a lot of the reasons why I'm talking to you now. You, you don't want to feel you're the only one. That there is a reason why this is happening. So I'm not going to tell you about the artist or the paintings or the gallery, but I can tell you um, that they were there was a lot of cream and white overlaying um, a color underneath, a very bold color underneath, and they were large canvases. And there was about, I didn't count them, there was about, oh, and I should know how many there were because they were based on something that a lot, a lot of um, our civilization knows about. But, um, what, so what moved me, ah, uh, go off in tangents, I have to keep bringing myself back, is the, the idea of the cycles, because that's what she was talking about, the artist, was that she'd made them, it was a cycle, and that they weren't to be seen in any particular order because what goes around comes around anyway you know it doesn't matter it's the idea of being out of sequence and so reading that moved me a lot and I wanted to be loyal to that experience too I wanted to experience that too um so I I found myself physically and there's no one else there apart from me and this this employee and, and there were about three rooms, each with their own employee, and they're standing there, I mean, doing their job to help, you know, to protect the paintings from who knows what. So, um, so I found myself really walking around rapidly, going between not doing what you do, which is pace, which is fine, which is fine. I... But I wanted, I think it was also, I wanted to ignite the painting in me. I wanted, and this is why I'd really ended up going to this gallery. Because I'm feeling sluggish about my own paintings. They're away in cupboards. And I, I do that for various reasons. I don't have them around me all the time. And um, there's a guy called Howard Hodgkin, who also does that, and I understand that as well. It's um, I have to do that. It's a personal thing because I get oversaturated with them and I don't see them. And so I, I, I put them in the cupboard. And you have to know when the right time is to bring bring them out because there can be when you bring them out, it's it can be, hey, <laughs> there you are, you know, hello. Oh, you and there's you and there's you and there's you and oh yes and there's you, and it, it's such a delight that experience, 
you know, when you take them out again, when you leave things to sit for a while, like like fermenting wine or something, when you leave it in the barrel, you know, and you get that taste when it's right, not when it's before. You know, you get you get that the sherry or the brandy, and you get you think, yeah, that sat well. There's something about the way time acts on something that transforms it. Which takes me then back to these paintings, right? Because the, 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 the way she made these paintings um, was about taking time. Because, okay, so she started out with this, um, the, 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 the basic layer, the foundational layer was the, the color. And that fascinated me because I do, I go for the bright, I do love those bright, you know, really luminescent colors. And she'd had that, but she'd done something else that I haven't done. And then she just, she layered and she poured and she used scaffolding because they're quite big canvases and she used chairs and tables to stand on to pour the sofa. So what she was experiencing was she was experiencing the canvas of just that saturated base color, which is a painting in itself. You know, there's always that thing, that excitement of the uncertainty. You know, where am I going to go next with this? And maybe she'd had a plan for this. Maybe this had happened by accident. It, who knows? But still, even if there's a plan, there is still uh, what's going to happen to this next layer. And she was doing this pouring. So she had this thing that I have too of um, accident and intervention, accident and control, which in my um, paintings, which I'm calling the wing paintings for, because I don't, maybe I'll call them something else, but it's, it's just to identify what they are. They're the ones that are, um, they're the ones that are two pieces of paper and what well, they all, most of mine do that and and you squash them together and you come out and they have a sort of formation wings being the obvious thing because they're a pair and they seem to go together and they they, they have a branching out quality to them anyway so what was I saying about that um all right yeah so that's the accident thing so and they, they are accidents because I can't see them before they're peeled open and because when I um, press on the surface paper, when I'm pressing the paint and spreading it, I can't see what I'm doing. I have instincts about what certain movements do and fingers and I, have, I now have a sort of visualization as I'm doing them of what that might be doing to the paint hidden underneath. But her, her process, this artist's process, was actually just watching it and the lack of control was the non-control, was the pouring process. But she also did some pushing, probably with a sort of a spatula-like object or um, whatever it's called, like a, you know, with, with a, I can't think of the name, but anyway, um, you know, like a block, of, a thin thing or something that you can just push and scrape, like a scraper, that's what I mean. So, um, and then she would have built up the layers. And, um, well, there's, there's something about, I, I've got to say something about layers. Layers are, doing layers is such, is such a captivating thing. 
in art. Um, and I, I don't think there isn't an artist who doesn't get seduced by that. When you've got something slightly hidden, you've got the background, and you've got something that goes over, goes over it, that slightly masks it or veils it. And there is there is something profound about that. I mean, if you if it's it's like a view, you know, if you have a view of trees and you see um, something through the trees, like a, a hill or a mountain, and then maybe another another view of something behind that, or you're you're rounding these corners and you're getting this bl glimpse of the, the the sea that you're making your way to, you're driving to. Um, it's just something so intriguing by that. It's just a, like a little order, like a taster. Um, there's a mystery to it. And this idea of mystery, I think, it, why this idea of layering is so important is because so much of life is mysterious. It resonates with us, not only in a spiritual sense, but in the sense of a person. When you meet a person, um, you're not going to have it, you, that person's not going to expose everything there is about them, they're not transparent, there are many social layers over them, it, it'd, be, it'd be overwhelming if there weren't, you only, you get to know someone, or you might have a connection with someone, so you meet them in a gathering, and then more comes out, or you get a sense of them, but there is a reveal about getting to know a person. There is a sense of the hidden about a person's personality. No matter how demonstrative they are, you still know that the complexities of a personality have, it has all sorts of twists and turns and layers to it. So I think this idea of layering is, um, is very important. And it's, it's not something that you necessarily have to translate into the the social world, or um, or uh, the you know the inf the environment, the, the trees, the hills, the sky, um, it's something that is instinctive and was happening in these paintings of just. So I've got this color, this base color, which is very bold, and I'm going to hide it. And the, the process of making painting is that you know that, you know, as an artist, you know its original state. It's original, it's an innocence, you know. And there was some, these paintings had a symbolic quality, she talked about that. But I think that still emanates from the paintings anyway. That there is the original state of innocence, which is layered over and laid it over. And um, that in meditation or contemplation, it's another thought, that you're going through those layers anyway to get through to something else, to a, to a state of peace or just, you know, your mind not jammering on all the time. Um, uh, so... So here I was, so here I was uh, trying to figure out, I figured out that they had, there were three bold colors involved in these paintings, that prob probably about, I don't know, 12, 15, 18 paintings. Actually, it was a symbolic number, but I can't remember how many there are, and I'd have to look that up. But 
Um, they so they had that. That was their that was their themes. They had the three different colors, uh, for each for individual paintings that was repeated. They had the these layers and layers of varnish and pigment of cream and white. It looked like. Couldn't quite figure out what that was. That's okay. They had slight variations in because of the base color popping through, how much the layering had happened, which was accidental. And, um, and they also had a geometric shape at the bottom, which had its own symbolism. But, you know, regardless of that, I was going through <clears throat> trying to um, figure out how these geometric, this geometric shape at the bottom of the canvas, and, and there were, you know, there was a, a few of them had those, a few of them didn't have those. Um, I don't know what the proportion was, it didn't matter, but uh, so I wanted to go between these geometric, the, the ones with the geometric traits, I just wanted to walk around. So I was walking back and forwards and looking and looking and looking. And <clears throat> I know that the, the employee, the, uh, the security person, was just looking at this because I was the only thing moving in this otherwise empty place. There was a, um, a few people did go through. There was a woman and she had a, a red coat on and red shoes. She had a pram child and she had a companion. And they sort of breezed on by. Um, I was thinking, how can you, can't you see, can't you see, how can, how, how can you know, where, where are you going, why, why are you just walking past this? Um, it's not a, it's not a criticism, because, um, but I just wonder if, if I uh, could tell them, like I'm, t you know, like I'm talking, talking now, whether that would have, whether, whether, whether it was a missed opportunity, because... And how do you explain that? How do you explain that? that? That so much goes into something when it looks apparently so little. When there looks to be like there's nothing that much going on. You know, is it necessary to have the backstory, to have um, the artist sort of set that up or explain? Or is there a way that um, we we can be more attuned to what what the language is of this? Because I think that the response that I was getting was a, a matter of of understanding the language, and. This is, this is what I want to do. I mean, this is what I want to do when I'm talking, is I want to, I want to explain the language when I'm talking about this kind of art. Because I feel like it's not... Um, it's, not an, it's not in our everyday language, so it takes a bit to understand it. And it's it's like a language that it's it's just it's it's a neutral thing. It shouldn't be loaded with too much preconception about it. It's a very neutral 
place actually. It's just like if you you have your native language and you're learning just another language and you're not necessarily living in that country. You're going to have to just, you're planning maybe to go and live in that country. You're going to just have to learn, start learning that language. You maybe don't have to because, well, for example, English is spoken in so many places around the world, so you can afford to be a bit lazy about that. You know, if we're going to talk, continue with this metaphor, but um, you're not really to get to really know the culture. It's an idea to get a bit soaked in the language, and probably the language is going to soak into you anyway once you start living in the country. Um, so that's what I'm realizing that this very emotional response, um, although I was feeling very raw, it also is a response to the beauty of a language. And I want to, I want to talk about that. I want to um, describe how that happens. I want to know. I want to share. I want other people to get that. Um, so, and one of the ways, and the way that I did it, because I'm very much somebody who would have walked by that. Not that, you, I mean, there's so much, I'm not saying that you've got to, every situation you've got to go, oh, I've got to get emotional about this. I'm not saying that because we all choose our place. And I definitely chose my time to feel moved by this. And it was a bunch of reasons why that happened, but it was also because I did understand the language. And I understand it I, from the inside out because of doing it. And I think that if you, and I did it in a specific way, which I want to talk about in, in a, another time. Um, so this is really just a teaser to say, not, not that <laughs> you have to go weeping in every, but to be moved, to be moved by beauty, surely, surely that's a thing to desire, you know. And it's not out of everybody's reach. I just really don't think so. And I don't, I'm not saying that from this vantage point. But, um, and I think, but if I could describe the experience of it, and the reason why I'm talking like this is because I know what it's like to feel that that isn't a place that's accessible to me. I know that that's, that is a, a, such an alien world and the, that even making that is an alien world and, I, and how you find a route and especially when you've got the conditioning of your background, your education, where the, um, it's about selecting uh, who has early gifts on that so they get selected. When I, I absolutely believe it's available to all. Once you get the preconceptions out of the way of the you doing it, and that, that's what I would like. I would like you to feel that. And one of the main reasons is because you speak the language. You're not just observing other people speaking the language. Although that's possible, you know, that's where the, that, 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 that world is, is open to all and the more the more of us who understand that the less alien that feels and the more uh, 
more enriched you are. It's an, it's an, I can say from personal experience, it is an enriching experience and that what I was experiencing in there was, um, through, through doing it, um, it sensitizes you, you are, um, you have an insight into the process of it, of what you're looking at, that it is not just a fixed blank, you know, white cream canvas and that's all there is to it. You know that that's um, uh, a process that's been gone through for a reason, that there's a devotional aspect to it, that there's a patience to it, there's a design, there's an intention to it, there are accidental things happening to it which are exciting. Um, there's all of that and I think that what you do is that you develop if you if you come with me on this you really come with me you develop another sensory capacity another sense organ that you didn't know you had that you didn't know you had it will grow like a bud and a part of you that you didn't know that that could happen and it and it does it does and um, that's what I think I was experiencing was the the excitement of that sense organ that had been a bit sort of uh, you know like like if you if you uh, didn't see out of your eyes for a long 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 time that was just that sense organ going yes I can see yes I've been I've been not used for a while and now yeah. Okay, well, talk to you later. <laughs>